they print they print money, but they don't redo time. You have to be open and willing with the growth mindset to be vulnerable and, and, and learn and grow. If you limit yourself, you limit yourself. Produced by Podcast Architects. Welcome back to a special beginning of the school year edition on the Path Forward Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Rick Fernandez, and for the start of school, I've got a very special guest because you want the energy, you want the excitement, you want the enthusiasm. So who better than Mr. Chip Baker to join me on the show? Chip, welcome. Two words. Let's go. You ready? Let's go. Yes, sir. Thank you so much for having me. Now, I got to ask, before we jump into to, to all of the details, mm-hmm. what gets you most excited about this time of year? I think just the newness of uh, starting uh, new. Yeah. You know, I think it's it's amazing when, uh, you know, everybody has a fresh start. You know, I think people can be antsy as well with all of the, you know, new systems in place, times, getting adjusted. It could be nuts. But I think just the newness of everything and having a fresh start really makes me excited about this time of year. Now, you're no stranger to excitement and enthusiasm. Yes, sir. You're a former coach. Yep. Uh, well, instead of letting me laying it all out, tell us a little bit about yourself, the genesis of Chip Baker and where you are now. So uh, really, myself, I'm just an, an ordinary guy working real hard to achieve some extraordinary things. And so I've uh, been blessed and fortunate. I'm a fourth-generation educator. Um, you know, I come from a family of church folks and educators and truly grateful for that upbringing, that background. I've just strived to do things to make my family proud mm-hmm. uh, throughout my year. Uh, throughout my years, um, I taught and coached 24 years okay. uh, in education. And so just finished my 24th year. Uh, and it's been amazing. Done everything. Uh, my, my field, my teaching field is special ed. So I've done pretty much everything under the special ed umbrella. And uh, it's really been a neat journey. So... As an instructor, as a teacher, as someone that has a heart for kids, what do you take from your coaching background, your special ed background, your service background, and bringing into some of the new ventures? What do you use from that? I think for me, it's all it's all about uh, service. Okay, um, it's all about love. Uh, you know, giving service to others, highlighting others. Um, you know, I have a passion for um, uplifting and encouraging others, and so. You know, in my life, I've always strived to do that, uh, regardless of what I'm involved in. Sure. I think those are the core principles or core essence of who I am. No, So I, I've seen a lot of your, your videos. I've seen your podcast, mm-hmm. Success Chronicles. We, we have some similar uh, acquaintances, colleagues yes. in the coaching circles. But specifically, how are you serving schools now that's different from your past? So uh, in the past... I was there, <laughs> you know, on a day-to-day basis. Right. Uh, you know, now as far as serving schools, you know, I've made the jump. So I'm uh, out of the school day-to-day basis right. as a teacher, coach. You're out, but you're not out. But I'm they, not they out. pull you back Yeah, in. that won't ever stop. <laughs> you like this. I'm like those uh, those old school teachers that they sub forever, yeah. right? Uh-huh. But but my subbing, if you will, is I'm blessed to you know work with Hartwell University, and I'm mm-hmm. an ambassador for them. And so now just striving to um, provide opportunities for paras, uh, non-certified staff and aides, you know, to get 
you know, high quality uh, education degrees. Absolutely. I mean, mm -hmm. that's a big part. And you know, this is as well as anybody, the, the need for quality teachers, not, not just in Texas, but yeah, across the country. It's, yes, sir. It's a challenge in this, this era for educators for yeah. a variety of reasons, right? And I would say the last five years has been some of the most challenging if you look back on the, the history of education. Mm -hmm. um, but kind of bringing it back to how you inspire and how you kind of lift up, particularly at this time of year, Talk about some of the districts you've been serving and, and what you've been doing with them. Because yeah. I, yeah. I, I got to know. Come on, you got you to you gotta share a, the beans, yeah, a little huh? bit. <laughs> so, uh, you know, early, um, those those last couple weeks of July, right. first week of August, it's nuts because everybody's doing the, the leadership development, the training, the professional developments, uh, the convocations, yep. you know, all of those things. And so... Uh, I've been I've been doing all of that, mm -hmm. uh, you know, speaking uh, at convocations, um, you know, doing leadership uh, groups for for district athletes, um, you know, all of those things. Some some small group uh, leadership development, mentoring mm -hmm. uh, types of things, and so you know, I consider myself to be in the give back phase of my life. Okay. And so uh, you know, now I'm all about building relationships and, and striving to provide opportunities. So I had to imagine we we. Almost started talking about this off camera. Yeah, we had to hold on. Yeah, th this is a tough. This is a tough time for you, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk a little bit about that, sure. Oh, he gonna make me go yeah. deep. He yeah, gonna make me go on. deep. Might as well. Okay. No. Uh, <laughs> we talked off air. You know, this is my, this is my first year to be out of the classroom, mm -hmm. uh, if you will. And so, um, you know, as an educator. You know, there's times of the year where you know, you know, the ramp up in the summer. You know, you're getting that last little family time. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, valuing that time, uh, getting into the routine of you know, like meetings, practices, right. you know, all of those things. And so, but now, uh, actually, today was our first day of school in our district, and so um, it's uh, definitely different. Yes, it's it's definitely different when you've done something for so long, like that's what you do and that's who you are. And so just uh, not being in that similar routine, but it's in me, man, I can't stay away. I'm gonna find some way to serve and, and be a part of what's going on for sure. It's uh, it's funny that you, we're talking about this because I, I went through the same type of, of conflict, like inner inner conflict, right? Mm -hmm. Where, where yes. this is all you've known and, and yes, sir. what you love and, yes. and what you value. And obviously folks that are educators are not doing it because they're about to be billion dollar that, that ain't that's not going to happen right you're doing it because you have a heart for kids and, and you really want a, just a better opportunity for, yeah. for all of our our kids our state our teachers no doubt and then now you're having to figure out how do i take that passion that's driven me for so long and mm -hmm. put it towards something else but still give me the, the fulfillment of, of serving helping others yeah. um, and, and, and doing those things um, so how did you decide what to do? What what was going to fill a little bit of that void? How'd you know? I think, you know, just hearing you talk about that, I think the 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 words that come up for me is, is quality relationships. Mm -hmm. You know, just hearing you explain all of that to get to asking me the question, it, it made me think about, you know, over my years, I've been blessed to build and establish some quality relationships. Right. And and regardless of 
what I'm doing, whether it be actually teaching in the building, actually being outside giving service, uh, I've developed those quality relationships. Mm -hmm. And so when you have those relationships, regardless of uh, what's going on in other people's life, you're just there to serve them. And so for me to answer your question, uh, everything I do is about service and seeing how I can be um, add value to any situation. And so, you know, based off of the things that I've been blessed to do, achieve, be around in my life and experience, I've learned some valuable lessons. Sure. And so I think that what I have to do, like, I can't keep that to myself. Okay. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. Right. And so the things that I've learned, like, I got to share that with some people. Like, I got to give back and help others because it's, it's bigger than me. It's not about me. So let's talk. It's this along the same lines, but we're going to transition to yeah. the impact of influence. Mm -hmm. and, you, and you've got some books. Yes, sir. That, well, I don't want to tell it. You tell it. What, what, what are the what's the genesis of, of the books, and and how do you select the folks that are a part of that? So when we look at the impact of influence, well, let me go back a little bit. First off, I'm from a small hometown. I was raised by a single parent mom, mm -hmm. right? And so first off, for me to have a book. <laughs> That blows me away, like like a book, like like a real book, Doc. What, what, what is, so <laughs> like, when you when you were thinking through it and you brought it up to the family, what was the family's reaction? I'll do it, do it. Yeah, Love yeah. It. I mean, like I'm I, I've been blessed to, man. I my my family from when I was a kid until now, um, has always been supportive of the thing and have made sacrifices to allow Absolutely. me to be able to do the things that I've been blessed to do. And I don't take that lightly. Absolutely. And in turn, I strive to give them uh, my all and, and let them understand that, yeah, all of that books and YouTube and interviewing and like, that's good and all, but that's my number one priority. Sure. And so I, I work really hard to make sure that they know that too. And I appreciate that. But, but going into the book piece, um, first off, I was just grateful to do it. And so, and I don't know if you know this, like I, I have like, I've been a part of or written 15 books. I thought, I thought it was, I thought you said uh, 10, 12. I didn't know you were, so, yeah. okay. No, I didn't so, know that. Because yeah, I've only, so, I've only read two of them. Yeah. <laughs> I got some catching up to, but we just met, so you can't right. hold it against me. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm just uh, grateful. Like I said, I, I, I'm just grateful to have a book. I don't know about people reading. Man, people really read my, oh, my book. You know, be shocked, man. Yeah, You'd be but, shocked. But go but, ahead, keep going. I'm sorry. But uh, the impact, the influence, is uh, you know, I don't care who you are, right? We all have been influenced by something or someone in our lives, no doubt, right? And, and it's influenced us in such a manner that it's caused us to be who we are, and so. Um, that's what the impact of influence is about. It's, it's powerful influencers mm -hmm. uh, that are, are discussing that person or situation in their life. Uh, they discuss the things that they learned from them, and then and they also talk about how they're using what they learn what they learn to make our world a better place. And that's the impact of influence. And and how do you select or 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 choose the people that are gonna be a part of that sharing that they're going to share their story. Yeah, I mean, it's just if, if you, if you, if you want to be a part of what I got going on, man, come on in. <laughs> no, no, I just, uh, it's really not a, a huge, like a selective, right. like for me, like I said, I think it goes back to the relationship piece, okay. you know, along the lines of, uh, the work that I've done along the lines of the YouTube and podcast, uh, I've been blessed to come across some amazing people. 
What is your when you're when you're listening to some uh, somebody else's story? Mm-hmm. What's your process for not only listening? Because you know, a lot of times when, when we're when we're talking, it, we're always trying to solve a problem, right? Yeah. Like you're trying to solve it before you actually hear someone out. So, do you have a process that you go through for really taking in someone's story and, and what that means and, and the things that you can apply to to the things you're doing or other folks that you've, right. you've come across? Do you have like something that you try to do to really engage and, and get all of the story from someone? Yeah, I think I think for me, I just strive to be intentional. Mm-hmm. You know, um, like they print they print money and we can get they can remake money, but they don't redo time. Right. And so if someone is gracious enough to give me their time, I don't take that lightly. And so for me, if you're giving me your time, I'm intentional about paying attention, mm-hmm. right? And so when I do that, I think that allows me the opportunity to maximize the experience and be in the moment. Like I'm big on being in the moment, right? Yep. Like if, like if I tell you I'm gonna do something, I'm gonna be somewhere, like I'm gonna be there early and I'm gonna be on point, and we're going to have a good time because sure. we're going to be intentional about what we're doing. And so I just strive to live in that manner in everything I do. I love that. I love that. So as you're talking to a variety of people here in stories, what's a common thread that you hear? Is it adversity? Is it is it coming through failure? Is mm-hmm. it staying positive? What's one nugget that you you've kind of teased out that you that seems to be a commonplace for people going through something and coming out successful? I think I think the common thing that I've seen is it doesn't matter who you are, it doesn't matter where you're from, uh, it doesn't matter like what money you have, two parent, single parent, like like none of those circumstances, if you will, matter. I think uh, everybody has problems, everybody has adversity, everybody has something that they're gonna have to learn and grow through. Catch that? Yep. Everybody has something that they're going to have to learn and grow through in their life. And so uh, the the beauty of that is, you know, we have to to attack those challenges, those hard times uh, so that we learn the lessons. And like we talked about being in the moment so that we maximize our potential, because on the other side of those tough, adverse challenges is where our, our maximum growth happens. From a from an education perspective, I want your opinion on something. I feel like we're in a spot with education as much as we're doing well. Mm-hmm. I think we're shying away from allowing failure with with mm. our students, right? And whether it be yeah. in the classroom, uh, on the basketball court, on the football field, but in general, there's this sense that that failure is not a part of the process. It, that yeah. everybody should have a great experience, great, great grades, great. Mm-hmm. Everybody should have every opportunity that across the board. Mm-hmm. And I, I worry about that a little bit because I think failure is a natural part of life and it's going to hit some harder than others. Yes. Um, how do we weave in? And when I say educators, I'm not necessarily saying the teachers, I'm saying the collective community about not letting our kids fail. Mm-hmm. Do you believe we got to weave that in when we have to be more understanding and more aware that if nobody's failing and then we send them off to either college or, or the workforce or to, or to a family, right. uh, it's going to hit them hard. Right. Um, how yeah. do we do a better job or do we even need to do a better job of that? I, um, uh, th- that's a tough one. Uh-huh. Um, but I look at it as, 
not just education. I just look at it in general, right? I think um, in life, everybody's going to have failures. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, I think if you can fail early when you have support sure. that can teach you, okay, you, you need to go left instead of going right what you did so that you learn. So then when you get on your path, you, you're more efficient and effective. Um, but I think, I think you have to teach awareness mm -hmm. is the thing. Like when I hear you ask the question, I think about the awareness piece, you know, for example, like my son, like, you know, he's a junior in high school. And so, there's some things like just like you talk about he's like he's failing you know at some things yeah you know but you know i make a point to ask him okay what did you learn from that mm -hmm. and what can you do to be better like you're going to face that challenge again right so when you face that challenge again are you going to be better or are you going to have the same thing happen right and so i think when you can teach and preach awareness um that allows them to have a heightened sense of awareness to say oh oh, oh here he comes Last time I did that, this is what happened, and that was bad. So this time I need to do this. So I think that that's kind of what I feel on that. I think we can, you know, every nobody's perfect. We're all doing the best we can with what we have, um, but it's definitely important to learn from our from our failures. You think mentors serve in a, in a role that would would help that and support that? And Not is that doubt. I feel that as much as we know about that, right? Like we know that kids need not only the, the their parents, but also someone outside. Yeah. Uh, because I don't know about you, but at some age, they stop listening to mom and dad. I'm not going to say any <laughs> names that live in my household. But uh, it's, you know, it's like if I say it, it could, they could care less. Mm -hmm. Somebody else comes along and points mm -hmm. it out. It's, it's like, I've never heard this before. This is the greatest thing ever. Man, I've been telling you that for... That's the same thing yeah, I exactly. just told you yesterday. <laughs> How important is that mentoring perspective, that mentoring like tug on the shirt, just say, hey, let me let me let me take you over here a minute before we oh, get Oh man. I, I love I love that you asked me that because uh, that's one thing I'm really passionate about. Um growing up the way I grew up, where I grew up, some of the experiences that I had, I think you cannot get enough positive people in your life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, i.e. I mentors and i'll just i'm gonna just use my son as an example so you know like my son you know in our house like he's comes from a family of educators faith-based i mean he's got great morals like core common principles instilled in him like you're gonna work hard you're gonna do things the right way no you're gonna take care of business right like all of those things that are instilled in him like you're gonna do that but i don't think I can get enough great people around him, sure. you know? And so like, like he's around amazing people, like the, the system, the school where he goes, where he's been amazing teachers. Um, you know, a couple of his coaches that he have now, I coached them in high school, mm -hmm. great guys, right. you know, um, you know, FCA, you know, like, like everything is pretty dang amazing with what he had. But I'm going to just tell you, like, I still would like him to be around more great people. Sure. And so I think you can't get enough positivity. You can't get enough mentorship. You can't get enough great people to be around that you can live and learn from. And I think that when you when you can be mature enough to understand, mm -hmm. man, I don't know it all. 
<laughs> like never. Yeah, ever. Like, like right? Like to the day. Like I don't man, we came in here. I'm asking the guys behind the scenes, man, what kind of camera is that? Like what angles? Like how do you do that? And I've been doing like I could say I yeah, I've been doing podcasting for eight years. You know, I could come in here and sit down and like, but no, hey, what kind of mic is this? Like I'm I'm striving to learn and continue to grow because if I don't do that, if I don't put myself around great people, then like Man, I'm gonna go O line. Once you stop your feet, you beat. Mm-hmm. And so, like that's that's unacceptable for me. Okay, from a a success standpoint, right? The success mm-hmm. chronicles. Yes, sir. I feel like one of the lessons that I learned that has served me well was when you're moving up or you're trying to achieve another level. Access to the information, mm. access to how decisions are made and yeah. what variables are a part of the decision making. Even now in a, in a new role and a new career path, yeah. I'm always trying to figure out, well, why, why did we do it that way? Or what was the rationale? What are some of the things you've learned or, or the, the big aha moment you've learned through the journey so far? Oh man, get get ready. This is good. Okay. Right here. So so um I believe that your ROI determines your ROI. Okay. Explain that. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give it to you. And then inversely, I believe that your ROI determines your ROI. And and what I mean by that is your your radar of influence mm-hmm. inter- determines your return on your investment. Inversely, your return on your investment determines your radar of influence, right? And what I mean by that is when you take it upon yourself to invest the time, energy, and effort to do things to make you better, organically, you're going to be around great people. Mm -hmm. Organically, you're going to learn things that you never even thought that you would have learned, Right. Organically, some great things are going to happen for you in your life that you would have never even planned and put out on your goals because you just made the step to take the effort to put yourself around great people. Right. Right. And so when you allow yourself, when you're open and willing to do those things, man, watch out. Like like really cool things will happen for you. And so the inverse side of that is and is us right here. Uh huh. Like being here, like the way we got here is because of relationships, because of us both stepping out and doing some things that we right. never even thought no. that we could do, which in, in, which caused us to be together and are learning and growing together with each other in this amazing place. And so <clears throat> I just think that it's important to know that you have to take the step to invest. Uh, and I'm not, I'm not talking just money-wise. Sure. I'm just saying time, energy, effort into striving to be better. And when you do that, man, like you just continue to grow. Do you think the reason that people don't do that more? And I say people, myself included, yeah. right? Is, is it, is it our ego? Is it a fear of if we step out and ask for some help or ask just to be included in yeah. something that we know we're not an expert in, right? Mm-hmm. That's, that's a scary proposition. Very uh, scary. Do you think that that's inhibiting our growth because we are f- afraid if somebody rolls their eyes, like, what do you, what, what? yeah, is, is that, I mean, talk about that a little bit. Like what's your experience when, cause you, you've had to make some steps and, oh, yeah. and like you said, we're not experts in anything. We're learning every day. And how do you get through that? How would you coach somebody to kind of yeah. like, Hey, 
put put that aside. Put put yeah. feeling of, of, of scared and ashamed or, or yeah. whatever it is, and take that step because you just don't know. How do you coach somebody through that? I think the, I think the first piece is understanding that you have to have a growth mindset. Mm-hmm. Right. In order to grow, you have to have a growth mindset. I mean, it's a simple formula, but like right. Easier said than done. Also, but I think the first thing is you have to know. Like I think like as you were saying it, I was thinking about limits. Right. And I think that if you limit yourself, you limit yourself. Mm-hmm. Let me give you that one again. If you limit yourself, you limit yourself. And what I mean by that is if you put limits on yourself. So, like, I talked to you about, like, where I'm from, like, the books. I, like, what if I have said, well, I don't know anybody that wrote books. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know anybody that ever did that or experienced those kind of things. Well, I'm not good enough to be able to do it because I don't know anybody that's done that. Well, I just limited myself. Yep. But but what I choose to do is use all of that stuff as my motivation. Well, I don't know anybody that's done it. Well, maybe I can do it. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, 100%. And, and, and then, like, once I do it, then now somebody in my family sees that they can do it too. And then now they can do it. And and by the way, that has happened, like, like several times with some things. Right. And so – when you when you learn to to just take the limits off and and I'll go back to like you said that it's scary like either easier said than Very done scary. you know but you have to be open and willing with the growth mindset to 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 be vulnerable and 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 learn and grow because again on the other side of that uncomfort you got to get comfortable with being uncomfortable mm-hmm. right on the other side of that uncomfort again is your maximum growth do you find that when you ask of some somebody, right, even though you may not know them or right. but they they're a part of something that you're curious about? Do you find as long as, as you're curious and you approach it with, hey, I really would like just to learn from you yeah. um, or learn about you or learn how to do something that you're doing very well? Mm-hmm. I've always found that that 99.9 percent of the time will open up the door to that yes. person. Yeah. Because they're sharing from from a place of like you're you're asking because you want to learn. Uh, yep. do, do you find the same thing with what you're doing? Right, and it's organic for that person too. Sure, like, like who who better to share your story than you? Right, <laughs> you know, like, and so that's that's natural for you to just share your story. I don't have to think about that. Like, I know my story. I don't have to prepare for that, you know. And so, I think, and that's really the premise of like my podcast mm-hmm. too. Right. Uh, I love I love stories. I love learning from stories. I love pulling the principles from stories. Um, And it's just an organic combo. And when you can have that, that's that's when the magic happens. So where where to now? Right. Your first day of school. uh, It was it was a hard day. Um, But let's look beyond. Let's look towards the horizon. Yeah. What are you heading towards? What's down the road for for Chip Baker? Oh, Lots of greatness, I hope. <laughs> no, no. My goal is to just, like I said, I, I think that I'm in the give back phase of my life, mm-hmm. and so you know, everything that I'm about now is about building relationships, building quality relationships, and providing opportunities for others. I learned a long time ago in my life that it's not about me. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna say it like it is. It ain't about me. It's bigger than me, right? And so I know that, and so I'm with everything I got in me. My goal is to give back the things that I've learned to others. So if I'm an organization, I'm a school district, I'm a, I'm a business. Yes, sir. And, and I want to say, hey, Chip, let's, can, can you come help us? Can you, yeah. what, how did, number one, how do they get in contact with you? Yeah. And then 
what type of services do you offer for those groups? Yeah, so um, I'm, all my social media is at Chip Baker TSC, except for Twitter, and that's Chip Baker 19. And I'm really you know, responsive to myself. I'm the social media guy. <laughs> like, you don't, you don't hit my social media and somebody else would know it's me. Right. Like, who's the editor? No, it's me. Right. I'm, you know, lots of hats. But but I, I'm responsive there. And, and really, I, I love leadership development. Mm -hmm. And so um, I've done that um, throughout my life. Uh, I'm, I'm And I would like to say I'm pretty decent. at Like, I love it. It's my passion. Sure. Um, and like, I've done leadership groups, adults, uh, you know, on campuses, student athletes, you know, your higher performing leaders and organizations and I've done some stuff with different organizations to develop leadership help with communication you know of course I speak uh, convocations uh, all types of events whatever you need but but really just to just to encourage people just to show them that like they have what they need in them they don't have to go search for anything else like like your influence makes a huge impact and a lot of times we just needed to be reminded of that. Absolutely. At a hundred percent, particularly now, particularly mm, now. Yes. It's so needed. It's and then the change is upon us. There is no doubt. All right. You want to have a couple of off the cuff, a couple of quick, quick fire fun ones. Sure. Okay. As a, as a public speaker, as a motivator, as a coach, can you think of the time that you were the most nervous to get out there and share the message? Is there a, is there one moment? <laughs> Tell oh, me about it. Man. Uh, Every time I do it. <laughs> no, there was one. There's one that stands out. No, I think um, early, early when I was doing it, man, it's crazy because, like, I'm a, I'm a detailed guy. Mm -hmm. And so I would detail and write it out and do word for word. And, like, man, like, I would – because cause truth be told, I'm an introverted guy. Really? Man, I am – like outside of this, like man, I am laid back. <laughs> I probably wouldn't say five or ten words. I'm checking out the scene. Like yeah. I don't, I don't need all of that. Yes. You know? But early, it really took work. Mm -hmm. Like I had to, I had to take work to be able to be out there. And so what I learned is, like you know, it don't have to be work. Just be organically who you are. Mm -hmm. You know, and just try to serve the people. So I don't know if I can say it's, it was, there was one time. But but I can just say early on when I first started doing it, man, I was a nervous wreck, man. Really? Yes. So what, 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 the night before, you sleeping or no? Yeah, no, I've never had a problem sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, I always have a food plan, and I never have a problem sleeping. That's two things you can bank on from Chip Baker, right? I love it. I love it. <laughs> Now, do you practice? Do you practice in the mirror? Do you make? Uh, does the family? Do you sit the family down and make them? Well, well, early, early, I did that, and they was like, "Man, come on, man, what do you? Who, come on, like you're okay, you're all right." But, but then, uh, like I said, in that process, I would practice. You know, go in the closet, you know, say it to myself, yep. all of those kind of things. I even, I'll share this, and this, I think this is one thing that really helped me. Uh, I would like practice it in the closet and record the audio. Mm -hmm. And then when I would drive, like I, you know, like two, three weeks out, as I would drive, I listened to myself yeah. delivering it. Mm -hmm. And so, like, man, that is not good. How so, hard how hard is that part? <laughs> that, man, you you keep saying uh and right and you know, pauses and like, but but 
I was great with that process because I was used to that process as an athlete. Yeah. Like, you know, we're going to watch the tape. Film study. Yep. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to check it out, you know, see what we made mistakes on, see what we could be better on. And so that was one thing I think, and never really thought about it, that really helped me uh, go to a, a, a better level, I think. You know, you hit on something that I've always been passionate about is if we would just coach teachers like we coached other things that, mm. uh, and and that was just how we coached, right? Yeah. The, don't worry about the the venue or the the, yeah, the business the sector. Like in the game, play the game. Feedback, positive yeah. yep. feedback, yep. uplift. Let's yep. get better. Let's get mm-hmm. let's skill. Each each day is a new day to, to get a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we would be better served in a lot of respects on that. For right. sure, for sure. So you've interviewed a, a lot of people. Who's who's your your big get that you would want to have on? And it can be anybody. I mean, you know, from, that, that I would want to have on. Yes, that you would be like, man, I would be, I would almost be starstruck if I could have this person on. I would go, um, Coach Tony Dungy. Really, man, I I would love to to sit down and interview him. I don't know if I would be starstruck as much as I would be like uh, hounding him because I have so much to ask him, yes. you know, about his journey and, you know, how he's lived his life and the stories. Mm-hmm. And, uh, man, I, I would love to be able to, to interview Coach Tony Dungy. What about outside the sports realm? Is there anybody? Is there is there like a somebody yeah. that's kind of a, a – Oh, yeah. E.T. You know, yeah. Eric Thomas. Really? I, I, would love to, I would love to interview Dr. Eric Thomas. Met him a couple times. Um, of course, you know, heard him speak in person several times, but I would love to sit down and chop it up with him too. Very nice. Okay, last one off the cuff. What's the worst piece of advice you've ever received? I think for me, um, and, and some people like this, but for me, this just didn't resonate for me, right? And the advice was fake it till you make it, right? Now, like, like for me, everything I strive to do is genuine. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to give anybody anything fake. Right. Right. For me, like if I'm investing time, like I'm intentional about what I'm doing. I'm not wasting my time with anything else. And so I'm not faking anything. Like if I'm doing something, I'm all in two right. feet deep or I ain't doing it. <laughs> you know, and so I think for me, and like I said, like that resonates different with different people. Sure. Right. And no knock to anything, but just for me. That's not good advice for me because, like, my time is valuable and I ain't faking nothing. So what what gives you the ability to um, not have the reservations, you know, because anytime you're starting something new, right. there's always that fear of, man, am I am I good enough? Is this, yeah. am, I, am, I, am I wise enough? Do I have what it takes? How do you, is it preparation that, that makes you feel like I'm going to hit this and I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm 100% prepared? I think it's the preparation. I think it's the discipline to know um, that preparation works. Mm -hmm. I think it's the ability to also understand that I know that I don't know it all. Sure. (laughs) You know, or or never will I know it all. Right. And for me, that's the beauty of life. Like that's what makes it fun. Like, man, I'm, I'm excited about like learning. Like I love like learning new things. Yep. No. The, and, and being able to say, man, I, I was wrong. I messed yeah, I that blew, up. Yeah, I blew that. Or, uh, like, give me some grace on that one. <laughs> I was joking with a, a, a politician friend uh, was asking, like, hey, you know, 
what about coming on the show? I was like, yeah, I'd love to have you on the show. I'm going to ask you some tough questions. He goes, like what? I said, I said, when's the last time you ever heard a politician say, you know what? I messed that up. That, that was that was a bad that was a bad vote. Or or hey, you know what? That that bill on the other side of the aisle, that was a good idea by them. Like yeah. I'm like, what have you ever? When's the last time you've ever heard that? He's like, oh man, you can't be throwing that. I'm just like, well, I mean, that's what it is. Yeah, I'm curious about like <laughs> what's really going on beside yes. all, all all the stuff that goes out there. So it's good. Produced by Podcast Architects.